Uh, earlier, we were talking about the Trudeau government and some of the missteps that our guests thought they were making when it came to foreign policy. Let's talk about what they do when it comes to policy within the country. Well, not necessarily policy, but uh, attitudes towards some domestic issues. Bell Canada, if you remember, caused all kinds of controversy. Was it a week ago? Might be even two weeks ago now. Uh, when they announced that hundreds and hundreds of jobs would be cut from that organization. They were announced plans to sell off and shut down dozens of radio stations across the country, too. I think it was almost 50. Um, they scrapped hundreds of hours of local newscasts, and, and the outrage from Canadians was pretty intense and expected. Um, but it went beyond just those who lost their jobs and those who were worried about a further reduction in media and all the rest of that stuff. The Prime Minister just went off. Uh, and Justin Trudeau called it a garbage decision. Didn't stop there. He had more to say. Uh, a pretty unusual statement from the leader of government into the decision of a private company operating in his jurisdiction. Was he right to do it? Did he overstep? And this isn't the only case. Let's speak now with Theo Argetis, who's the managing director at the Compass Rose Group. Theo, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Um, good morning. Happy to be on. Let's start with your take on uh, what you thought and what you think about what Justin Trudeau had to say. A garbage decision, among other things. Did did he go too far? Yeah, I think I think it was definitely over the top. And uh, you know, the point of the um, I, I, the article uh, or the column that I wrote on this wasn't to. Uh, to somehow defend uh, BC or the telecom companies, but just to illustrate that uh, it's, uh, you know, companies are becoming easy targets, too easy uh, uh, in terms of kind of being attacked, not just from the Liberals, but uh, from all political parties in in, uh, Ottawa. And I think that is dangerous. I think, you know, I think companies look at a situation where they become the villains in a lot mm-hmm. of situations and they feel like, you know, do, you know, feel unwelcome. And I think that uh, does um, have an impact on their willingness to invest in this country. And it's not just telcos. I mean, we, we see it in oil and gas sector all the time in yeah. Ottawa and we see it, you know, we've seen it with the grocery uh, chains. And, and again, I mean, these are, there are legitimate concerns around the level of competition in some of these industries. But that's up to the government to change the regulatory framework and to do it in a way that uh, doesn't uh, villainize companies because companies are just trying to do what companies do best, which is to, you know, uh, serve uh, the, the public and trying to make uh, profit uh, from that and without uh, profit they wouldn't be investing in the country is there an argument to be made first of all i agree with you i don't think it's ever a good idea to have government uh, jumping into to private businesses operating their businesses as they see fit but i'm wondering um when you talk about bell grocery stores another one um and, and you mentioned oil and gas and we know in our province they're constantly complaining about federal government meddling in their affairs as well and they feel they're under attack when you talk about things like cellular communications and internet, and you talk about grocery prices, and you talk about natural resources, is there a role for government to play? I mean, we're not talking about a guy running a restaurant or, you know, a, a, a shoe store. These are, you could call them essential services. Is there a difference there, Theo? Sure. I mean, you could, we can have a debate over uh, the level of competition uh, in the telco sector in this country, um, and uh, that is definitely a legitimate uh, uh, debate to have. But at the same time, it's also important to understand that uh, there are costs associated with decisions. So in the, in the Bell case, in the BCE case specifically, 
essentially, uh, we saw uh, the the regime for for internet resellers change last year. It became much more fav- favorable uh, for the companies, that, the third party companies that can kind of use the Bell network to use the network at a cheaper cost. And uh, you know, the company BC decided that well, you know, that's making it less. Uh, uh, a less favorable investment environment for them. They, they reduce the, the, the capital spending that they, they are, um, you know, implementing to, to, uh, increase their broadband network. Plus, uh, they also, uh, cut these jobs that you, you, you just mm-hmm. mentioned, uh, and cited this policy decision as a result. So, I mean, yes, uh, the government can decide that it, uh, it wants to, uh, uh, make Prices for uh, for telecom services cheaper by by making it cheaper uh, for these internet resellers to to use the BC network the yep. Bell network, but Bell is telling the government, well, that comes at a cost. So you have to understand that we're also trying to run a business here, and if you make it less lucrative for us to run a business, well, there are implications. And I and I think that you know that's the part of the equation that. Uh, we don't hear uh, about from Ottawa. It's all about, oh, we'll make we'll make life easier for you, but they don't really uh, uh, kind of explain that, uh, or maybe they don't understand that there are implications that come from these decisions. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and, and and it goes back to the the central argument, Theo. Whereas, do you want government involved in 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 private business? And I, I mean, I think most people would say no. Um, so, and and the chilling effect that can have on other businesses looking at the political climate overall, there are some warnings there. Well, I mean, just look. I mean, the oil and gas sector is a great example because that's a, that's an industry that is internationally competitive. It's not really you know, a sheltered business. And yet uh, we are seeing a very challenging environment for the sector uh, in Ottawa. It always is a sector that is, you know, faces attack. And we've seen the, the latest kind of uh, the, the private members bill from Charlie Angus, uh, the NDP around, uh, you know, banning the promotion of, 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 the, yeah. of the sector. Yeah. And I think, the, I think uh, often politicians just, feel like it you know there's no cost associated with attacking uh sectors or 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 companies but the message that i was trying to make in the article is that there is there are costs it's not a costless kind of approach to to uh you know doing government yeah there is a risk there uh theo thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate you being with us for most of us crime is something we see on the news we never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.